0: Welcome to the Sensual Artistry Podcast, exploring erotic awakenings and liberated love. I'm your host, Luna Agnea, a sensual arts and intimacy facilitator, relationship coach, tantrika, and artist with a passion for the path of liberation through love. In this podcast, you will receive firsthand stories of sacred erotic awakenings transformational experiences and love that goes beyond limits this podcast is here to inspire educate and awaken your own sensual artist. because when you liberate your eros you liberate your life hey everyone we are live at the sensual arts facilitator training <laughs> i'm here with sonia yes hello from the Valle de sensaciones in spain Yes, we are. Yeah, we just finished our first week of this training. And yeah, Sandra and I thought we would get on a chat for the podcast talking about erotic awakenings and creativity and yummy things. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, sexual life force art and just how to evoke that and what to do with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah so this week uh, our focus was around yeah embodiment and solo sexuality. We've been talking a lot about like tantra and kundalini awakenings and um, you know getting into your pleasure and stuff so yeah there's been a lot of talk this week around this like you know, what happens when you awaken um, your sexual energy and get into your body and start exploring the subtle realms of energy and all these juicy things. Um, So, yeah, we wanted to share yeah, some inspiration around that and how that ties into kind of the name sensual artistry and sensual arts, like how the sex and art go together, which a lot of people will be like, duh, and other people will be like, meh maybe not (laughs) (laughs) depends on your lens (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah so when we're talking about sexual life force energy we often say it's uh like creational life force energy and a lot of people will recognize this just by the fact that like sex literally can create life that's how we're all here if you miss the birds and the bees talk <laughs> that sex can create people um and not just that but you know if you're not using your sexual energy for procreating and creating babies then that energy can also uh, be the same energy that is kind of creative artistic inspiration and aliveness.
1: Yeah it's literally the energy that we are birthing with and whether that is a child or maybe you want to birth some project or a business plan or visions and dreams so that energy is in general like super super important because What happens when that energy is not there is we experience a lack of inspiration, often depression or sickness and just uh, feeling very lethargic and like not inspired, like not inspired by life, which ties back to like not having life force.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so i love in tantra we have like the three bindus which are these three kind of gateways to your divine nature and the red bindu is this lower um space kind of around where the womb is and women the lower belly it's like the don tien if you're into like daoist stuff and qigong and things like that um and this is the the essence point of embodiment and is where like sexual energy um is housed and yeah we were talking this week also a lot about this in class about how like our work doing sacred sexuality and neo-tantra and working with sexuality is um you know really kind of working with this gateway and what happens when this gateway is blocked or shut down and this happens a lot to people in the spiritual world that they they get caught up in like working with the higher chakras and you know all like up and out and you know it's all about ascending and transcending and you know getting to higher better above like out of the body and often what happens is people yeah end up like either really rigid and like shut down in their body and quiet like I don't know it's not even necessarily stiff because they might be yogis and might be flexible but there's just this like rigidity and this um yeah I don't know kind of conditioned way that they move or something Mm. there's just not this like passionate fluid way of being that's kind of like oh it's a little bit flat Mm. um or otherwise they might be yeah like very leaky with their sexual energy and just kind of is going all over the place it's just not really flowing
1: <laughs> yeah often the the aliveness starts to be missing and mm. then people get very like yeah just stuck on one thing or also very airy fairy like mm. very confused and very chaotic and not being able to focus or be centered because literally the, the grounding is missing the roots the connection to the to lower parts to mm. the red bindu to the even to the earth and to the roots. And I mean, sexuality is happening in our sacral chakra and our root chakra. And this is also all about tribe and safety and being grounded and sense of belonging. Mm. So I feel also what we do with this work is when we come into community and we come into, yeah, staying with other people and practicing with other people, also we are expanding our skill on this sense of, being connected to tribe to purpose to like-minded people to not just be on our own path up in the sky and move gone yeah
0: (laughs) and that's the beauty of tantra being an embodied spiritual tradition is about being like here and now and like Connected with the earth and contributing to the earth. Because this is also something with like the ascension bypasses, as some people say, like, or, you know, transcendent bypasses, the ones that are trying to go up and out, is that then they're like so busy, you know, meditating on their cushion. They're not really. You know, in the end, like contributing mm. to life, um, while people that are really connected to their bodies, like you know, people that are embodied, that are connected to their sexuality, that are connected to their senses, um, that are really like present in the here and now, really able to be intimate with others, um, where you know, we're part of the the cycle of life, we're part of the flow, we're um, you know, creating things, we're connecting, we're contributing. Uh, we're not just, you know, trying to, uh, you know, meditate our way to the next dimension because this one sucks. Like, and I mean, it's pretty easy when there's like, you know, environmental collapse and uh, war and all this shitty stuff happening to want to just be like, okay, like I'm just going to meditate and access these higher realms. And like, you know, this earth is a bit. Blah. So I'm just gonna try to go up and out, but uh, that's really sad because they're missing just how like beautiful this earth is and how we can contribute to making that a better place too. Yeah, very
1: often can become kind of an escape almost. Mm, it's like not yeah. not wanting to be where you are and also denying certain parts of reality, which are really often about connecting, about being with what's there outside. Also, so for some of us it's actually really easier to just hide and be Mm. at home and do all the studying meditating just alone and that's fair enough like sometimes we need that we want to connect to ourselves first but then if we miss that point where we're actually going out into the world again and Mm. practice it with others and bring it into action we're missing a big 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 part of why i also think we are in this body on this planet Mm, and not somewhere else where you have the hermit planet or whatever yeah
0: Yeah. and it's essentially a trauma response you know it's dissociation and avoidance um showing up in a lot of this like desire to like disconnect from that and this shaming of sexuality and the shaming of desire and being like I just need to be this desireless person that's not attached to material things and I'm not attached to other people and I'm just like this kind of floating beam of consciousness and yeah it's it's quite sad actually because they're missing some of the best parts of being human and being um yeah in relationship with others yeah. and in community and this is such a core part of the human experience and why we are here you know in in the meta sense of things it's like you know we can be floating blissful unity consciousness oneness once we're dead like that's what's gonna happen like we're embodied here and now to experience being human and um yeah that's like the beauty of the kind of work we do is it's about bringing people into their bodies into their human experience into connection with each other and themselves and to find you know all the bliss and joy and yumminess available in that that makes life worth living
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally and even like i mean this this life force that we also spoke about in the beginning it's like if we don't share that with anyone it's almost a bit wasted it's Mm -hmm. like we're not it's very important that we that we create our individualism and to know who we are alone but we are reflections also of the others like we are not alone like if if i was never getting any mirror from anyone like who would i even be so Mm -hmm. on this plane here in this realm (laughs) there is a lot about creating your personality also with others in Mm -hmm. community and having of course the awareness that that is not essentially who we are like we are much more than that personality but in reality we live in a world where we are dependent or not dependent that's maybe a wrong word but maybe not even fully on Mm -hmm. others like we, we work in community like if i would have to do everything on my own from building my house to getting my food on the plate uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't last long so yeah. there is this necessity to actually relate to others and to be able to meet others and to have a aliveness to meet others and to have the energy to meet others mm-hmm. and to co-create
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure and yeah i guess that's like yeah a big um point of difference for different spiritual traditions and the ones that, like, encourage and, you know, I mean, even in Tantra, they'll say, like, yeah, you should go through phases where you go do the alone thing yeah. and, you know, have that space to... um yeah, integrate by yourself, but that a lot of it's about, like, yeah, and then how do you bring that back to the world? Not yes. just like that, the goal is to then just be this like totally independent, self reliant, um transcended being on a mountaintop that never comes back down again. Yes. It's like, what's, yeah, what's the point, at <laughs> least like yes. you're saying, and doing all that work if you're not um, bringing it into the world? And I think, especially with like, you know, all the things happening in our world and the limited time that we have to make radical change, um, for things like global warming and, you know, all the issues that we're facing. It's like, you know, for me, spirituality is a big, um, part of like activism of like, okay, like how do we take this altered consciousness and this embodiment and this pleasure and this yumness that we've cultivated within ourselves? And how do we then like bring that into, um, yeah into life and into community and into like making real world change and impact and um yeah Yeah. even if that is just through art and creativity and having epic lovely relationships where you know we get to like bring compassion and love to other beings and even if it's just taking care of your sick parents uh you know and giving them a beautiful end of their life like at least then you're participating in in life and you're bringing you know all that work that you've done to yeah. to something
1: yeah it's so much about being comfortable in in holding and holding space for everything that life is like being able to have your emotions and being able to observe the emotions from others mm-hmm. and yeah being with your sick parents for example being able to hold that without losing your motivation and inspiration for life mm-hmm. so also constantly working on your own energy and being like okay what can i find in there what's the art that wants to come through that and how can i express that because i think that's the other part of also of this human existence there's a huge want in ourselves to express ourselves Mm. and expression is somehow an art
0: it's Mm -hmm. like it
1: comes down to being creative it comes down to bringing something out of yourself that's in there in a certain form and bring that into this 3d reality and yeah that's really where i see a lot of the beauty of the work that we do whether it is now here in this training or i don't know in your online courses or in my courses or in future (laughs) projects it's like just giving people the space to explore themselves to find some motivation some inspiration and some just some yes to like okay yeah i'm gonna share this i'm gonna bring this out of out into the life i'm Mm. gonna stop hiding like like you said before the stronger response of just hiding and being shy and not daring to put it out because of fears of judgment and whatever that is but ah You're missing life. You're missing (laughs) life. If that is the story that you're listening to. And if that's the story that rules you.
0: Yeah. And life is missing out on you. And this (laughs) is the thing. Like life created you in this unique, quirky, like combination of different, I don't know, quirks and things like, you know, life created you because it wants you to participate in and it wants you to interact with other people so that they can learn and grow from you. Like you know, you're, you're a piece of the puzzle. <laughs> like, So, um, you know, it's such a shame that all these people are, you know, shutting their authentic expression down, shutting down their desires as well. Like when we share our desires, we invite co-creation and we invite creativity and we invite new experiences to birth and people shut that down and they, they shut themselves away and think that that's being spiritual um, is like, you know taking themselves out when really like being able to figure out like who I am and what is my unique expression and what do I have to offer and you know where does my pleasure and desire want to take me and what wants to happen with that like that then you know invites other people into their fullness and invites life and transformation to happen and so Mm -hmm. much good stuff and I love like witnessing that in containers um and in events like seeing people starting to like get into more self acceptance and starting to uh, let their, cheesy word of the soul shine like <laughs> letting like their their soul come out and like their unique um, part of them start to express and then you know so then tapping in like oh what are my desires yeah. what are the things that, you know, my life force wants to bring forth. And then once they, um, allow themselves to be seen in that and they allow themselves to speak it. And then other people are like, wow, that's something like I never thought of that would be amazing to do. And then it lights them up. And then like this whirlwind of creation can start happening. And then people are having these like amazing experiences and they're feeling connected and seen and held. And like, you know, this blossoming happens Mm -hmm. that just wouldn't, Happen alone. And, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: totally. And that's a beautiful thing. Like when one person starts, basically, it gives us permission for others to also let their uniqueness out and to let their life force out. And it can have so many different expressions. And that's also something I'm seeing over and over again. It's like some people, for them, it wants to come out as a little thing, as a silent thing. And for others, it's this big project that is aimed to, I don't know, save the whole world. And for someone else, it's like, yeah, I want to build this little family. But whatever it is, to just find something that also really gives your life purpose and a direction. Mm -hmm. And that is, I don't know, like for me, that's really a lot of the beauty in this work that we're doing. It's that it's also allowing all those different expressions. Because sometimes, I don't know, well, there's some religions that have a very very uh, small or very limited idea of how the perfect life looks it's like mm. okay yeah you have to do this and then you get married and da, da, da. And it's like no like whatever it is like there's this beautiful big bunch of flowers and they can all be however they want to be and some are colorful and others are green and some are shrinkly and others are mm. velvety like but that makes this whole bouquet bouquet that's, what <laughs> yeah. so. bouquet that's what makes it so unique and shining. it's
0: all different mm. yeah yeah and yeah it's just so beautiful seeing yeah each unique creative expression how it all fits together and you know this also then starts to creep into like we've been talking this week about also like astrology and human design a little bit not that that's so much what I teach but just like the way that that comes up and like helping validate people's like differences and how we all kind of fit together it's like yeah like some people are just like naturally better at this thing or this thing and a lot of us are trying to fit into this box of like this is what people do and this is how people act and, you know, expect everyone to be super productive or super smart or super creative or whatever. And it's like, you know, we all have our, yeah, our way that we're kind of just naturally meant to be and that they all kind of interact together in yeah. in different ways. And that's what I love in group energy and in group spaces is like, oh, wow, like everyone has a different piece for each other in a different way that they contribute to community and bring out different things in each other. And then we realize like, oh, I don't need to be That person there's someone else that like shines at that and is Mm -hmm. good at that and like oh actually this thing that I think is kind of lame that I do like that's actually really needed in this community and actually I'm so needed in my thing that I think by itself is really lame but like in the context of a group that thing is actually really important Mm -hmm. and that's like my place here (laughs) um and yeah you don't you don't get that if you're just kind of like Hiding out away from yeah. things.
1: Yeah, or if you try to be good at everything, because that's also how we burn out. That's yeah. Like if we try to be everything, we just burn out and it takes away our life force and our inspiration for life because it's like you can't be good at everything. That mm-hmm. would also be very boring, in fact. And then just realizing, wait, wait a moment, like how oh, everything works, it's like a clockwork and you have your very important piece in there, no matter how it looks. But then all of that working together, it's like, yeah and then when you find your uniqueness and your strength and your shining then you can just focus on that mm. but for that you have to you have to step into a body of work that encourages you to find out your desires to find out what you want and to define that to communicate that mm. to speak your yes to speak your no. Mm. and this is where all the work that we do really comes in it's like of course it is it's work with tantra and sacred sexuality and conscious sexuality but for me the magic is that it's it's so much more than sex like many people when they hear it they reduce it to sex and go like oh yeah it's just about better sex and i'm like well that's maybe a nice side effect but the the magic is that it weaves into all parts and structures of your life Mm. and again that is community that is, how do you do your life? How are you inspired? How can you ask for support? How do you get support? Like yeah. all of it.
0: How how do you react to your emotions and yeah. stuff? Like, you know, we did a lot of um, a whole day, really focusing on emotions here. And it's like, might not seem like it's, Directly related to sacred sexuality and stuff, and like to spend a whole day on it. But it's like, yeah, it's like if you're working with relationships or sex or, um you know, pleasure or anything, then you are absolutely working with emotions. And And you um, have to. Yeah. I remember
1: the day when we did with the emotions, I don't know, two, three days ago. And there was something about the food here. And I came to the food and I really felt this i really felt this fire this sort of rage in me and usually that's something i wouldn't notice or i would kind of shut down and be a bit more like oh yeah whatever it's not the food i like which is also a good way of like not getting too much caught up in your emotions but the, the beautiful thing that i noticed was like wait a moment we did this day of emotions today and that was the first day where i felt my emotions fully and there was this like really But it also felt so alive. Mm. Like I felt so much more alive than the other days where I was more like internally processing it and internally immediately doing the alchemy and the transformation and the the self-coaching into like, oh yeah, it's fine and compassion. But to be connected again to this raw moment of like, felt really good. And then also learning how to be with that and how to not have it being amplified and projected onto others exactly <laughs> and then getting out of control and feeling like super angry but this initial response of this fire in my belly i mean like ah oh yeah that's also life force it's yeah. like feeling it all and relearning to feel and to mm. be with that and yeah oh, yeah it's, aliveness
0: yeah that's why i love like realizing that yeah tantra is really about being intimate with life yeah you know and yeah intimate with your intimacy with your sexuality intimacy with your body is part of it but yeah it's just being intimate with like what is in every moment um and that's such powerful work and yeah like it's such a um beautiful thing to be able to yeah do in community because you're being so confronted a lot of the time by stuff that triggers you or stuff that you don't really like and then you're like whoa okay like can I be with this can I be with this and also the really beautiful things like a lot of us um, can't receive that much love and support without kind of overdosing and self-sabotaging and you know so when you're in these spaces you've also got to learn to like be able to be intimate and expand and accept like love and nourishment and be yes. like whoa can I be with this holy shit like okay got got good at handling people's bullshit but can I handle people's love like yeah. whoa
1: <laughs> that's a big topic like can I handle people's love can I can I handle that people look up to you that people admire you that yeah. people think you're sexy you're shining like we had that beautiful dance evening where we go into our erotic expression and the solo dance, but and you're encouraged to kind of not look around. but of course you also see the others and mm. it's just like to step into your expression and dance and movement and dress up sexy and show yourself is so vulnerable for so many. but what I saw that evening was also like everybody just really being so oh, like mm-hmm. yeah again alive. that's the word that comes up over and over again for mm. me, but it's it's also so important. like we had, especially in europe we had winter and just coming out of it and we had all the lockdowns and the covid and just coming back to feeling alive Mm. and feeling this full yes to ah, showing yourself but that also means you need to be ready to be seen yeah (laughs) because if you can't hold that of like oh my god people might think i'm amazing fuck what am i gonna do now with this then you're gonna just can go and hide back in your cave. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's been a fun ride here seeing like yeah especially when people first arrived um you know and like always in the group and everyone's like a little bit shy a little bit nervous but then the more that we start like opening up and like allowing vulnerability and allowing creativity and expression and stuff like seeing the aliveness and just feeling it even today is like our day off which is why we're you're recording this and uh, then like yeah I don't know even when people weren't even here much it just feels like so much more aliveness like now that people are starting to like tap into these pieces and feel safe to express themselves and um, feel safe to be sexual sensual playful beings or not be sexual beings if they don't feel like it that day because that's another important thing about sex positive spaces is like it's also full permission to not be sexual (laughs) if if you're not like um, any expression of sexuality is
1: welcome and sometimes that expression is no expression basically sexuality is
0: totally accepted and embraced too um yeah but yeah just this like aliveness and yeah the creativity and the co-creation that's starting to come up like just seeing people like inspired yes. um I really love that about people that are you know into this kind of work and coming to these kind of spaces yeah. and you know some people like immediately when they come into these spaces are already like very creative types especially like I tend to attract a lot of the creative weirdos as someone that's like you know comes a from an artist weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> <A> creative weirdo <laughs> with a bunch of tattoos and colored hair and stuff and people like oh I'm safe to be with this weirdo <laughs> like I can tell she's weird <laughs> (laughs) Um, but yeah even some people that don't they seem really like shy and closed off and awkward and like oh and then yeah very quickly you can see them start blossoming and start seeing their creativity coming out Um, and it's yeah it's just so beautiful and inspiring and I'm like oh I love this work
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I love to see how it puts people more into their center Mm -hmm. like for some people it doesn't necessarily always mean that someone is getting more outspoken more quirky for some people it actually and i see that also here some people Mm. just calming down yeah and come more coming back to essence for some it means to open more up but for some it's also sometimes just like coming to your center Mm. and i don't know In all that creativity, I feel many people are just getting to a place of much more internal balance.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah. that's essentially what all our practices are about. (laughs) You know, it's like unblock what needs to be unblocked, awaken what needs to be awakened. But everything's really about like, yeah, how do we come into balance and harmony and um yeah like the the pendulum will swing a little bit at first between like going a little bit too far on this side or a little bit too far on that side that you know we want to try out yeah (laughs) but yeah eventually it's just this balance and harmony and that's what I love about like also working um, with you Sonia is like seeing that you know even just in the few years um, that we've known each other and stuff and like in our collaboration and just seeing each other becoming a lot more balanced um, more and more the deeper we go into this work and the more that we embody and live it it's like yeah both of us i don't know it's doing us well yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like so easy like collaborating when you you know it's two people coming from a balanced space so yeah and from
1: Mm. from a similar language and Mm. i don't mean the the words that we're speaking but of course they also align but it's even this this ability to tune more in into the other person because you have a similar mindset a similar embodiment similar practices and Mm. there is a lot of difference still but Mm. there is this i don't know it's something about frequency and understanding and getting where the other person is also coming from Mm. and even with the people here in our group i love it there's such a harmony like literally like i don't know i'm really amazed by that i often have a bit of hard times with groups still but there's just a harmony and this is just this like okay yeah there is a similar vision similar mission Mm -hmm. and that just creates this outspoken uh, unspoken unspoken unity somehow yeah
0: Yeah, even though we have such a diverse group that come from like totally different backgrounds and stuff which is great like yeah seeing people that are like you know super from the like queer scene or the sex positive kinky scene or people that see a bit more from the yoga yeah. world that like i'm very familiar with queer people but because we all have these shared values um which is what like brought us here is that like you know we really value like liberation and freedom and sexual expression and you know embodiment and all this kind of stuff like because you know we've got these core values that meet then you know we're able to yeah just not see these differences as much like appreciate the unique expression and the difference but then like yeah be able to meet from essence and um yeah from something deeper than than that yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah well nice having a little chat with you and on a few tangents there that mm. was fun always <laughs> <It's> a ride <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah yeah so we're excited to see what happens over the next three weeks here with these future facilitators um yeah and sandra and i have some more yummy things planned like we're already planning um the berlin central arts festival together which i'd yeah, we'd originally plan in 2020, uh, but then obviously 2020 <laughs> happened. Um, so now it's 2022, 2022, and things are actually happening yes. again. Um, so yeah, we're we're planning to do a nice little sensual arts festival, yeah. which is all about like bringing out people's creative erotic expression and intimacy and playfulness and yeah. juiciness and Community. essence and
1: all that what we just also spoke about because it's i mean yeah we've, we're talking about these things here and for some of you it might sound familiar and for other people it's more like eh, yeah da, like great but like how and where and yeah. what it's talking in riddles and mystics and it's like yeah theory. it's like well, where, can <laughs> I, yeah, well, where can i do that where can i practice that so this is where our work comes in to mm. create those spaces and um
0: yeah. Yeah. Mid of
1: mid of September, Berlin, yeah. beautiful space.
0: And then yeah, Bali, we're going to be doing the Central lots retreat again, which was meant to be for 2020. <laughs> uh, and then the next teacher training for people that do want to be facilitators. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. And also sonya has got a retreat coming up for women. You want yeah. to speak about that quickly? Um
1: yeah, that's also in Berlin and um yeah, for women, but really with a big focus on the yeah, evoking the art part in us, the weirdo, the nature loving, like this connection and also just being together, a lot of tantra and practices. But yeah, just in the spirit what we spoke about, creating spaces to find your center your uniqueness your sexuality your aliveness um, all of that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Um, so that's called voluptus rising yes voluptus um, is the
1: daughter of eros of psyche and it means pleasure i'm mm, excited about that yes, it's like, pleasure goddess yes <laughs> <laughs> and sensual arts is like i don't know it's, it's all out of one
0: yeah. big picture all entwined so yeah we'll put some links to these upcoming things some of them aren't linked to yet so you'll have to wait around on my mailing list (laughs) for the for the juicy details but yeah some of it's already um accessible so yeah we'll put in some links and yeah i'm sure we'll have another chat on this podcast soon because sanya and i are going to be hanging around each other co-creating a lot of magic so
1: (laughs) more to come be prepared (laughs) yeah i
0: hope you're ready for this (laughs) yeah thank you Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode i hope you've enjoyed it and found it inspiring you can connect with me on instagram youtube facebook and through my website centralartistry.com and centralarts.school where you can get some freebies and sign up to my mailing list to stay in touch hope to see you again soon